I'm Jay Pitts, a real estate broker, agent, leader, and investor. For the last decade, I've navigated the craziest of real estate markets this country has ever seen, selling over 2,000 homes, moving in and out of markets, always ahead of the curve. And now I'm bringing that perspective to you. This is your resource, and Real Talk About Real Estate starts right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Resource Real Talk About Real Estate. Today is our 10th episode of Resource. Can you believe we've already got 10 under our belt? 10, babe. I love it. You know this is my favorite day of the week. I say that every week, (laughs) but this is my favorite day. I'm Gabe Pruitt, guys, and this is Jay Pitts with me here in the office. You know us by now. But we are talking about something that both of us are really jazzed up about, I know, because we talk about it amongst our team and in our office almost every day. We're talking about technology, automation, artificial intelligence. We're talking about it all. Everything that has to do with real estate tech. And you know, we've got a little bit, we've got something really exciting for them after the break. Guys, I I can't say enough about our guest today. We're going to be having Dustin Oldfather with the Oldfather Group of Coastal Delaware. This guy is going to blow your mind. His his understanding and his his ability to harness what's next in terms of real estate technology is just second to none. No, I, mean, I definitely think you're right. Because I think for a lot of people, it's like it's one thing to get a hold of technology that's that's in right now, and it's a whole other thing to be on the cutting edge of what's coming next. And I think Dustin's got a real good handle on that. Well, it's really easy to be coming be- from behind the power curve, but to get out in front of it, right, and risk being steamrolled by being an, an early adopter and not understanding the way that the consumer is going to view this new technology and the fear that may come along with that. It's risky, but you know, as they say, with risk comes reward. Reward. There you go. Well, and there's we're not just going to talk about consumer facing technology either. We want to talk about all the technology that surrounds real estate professionals, the back end, the stuff that consumers do see. Uh but Jay, I want to talk to you before we get Dustin on the phone uh, to give his perspective. Talk to you a little bit about the technologies that we're using. What do you think is really important for agents to adopt, like you said, and what kind of stuff is just fluff? Well, that's a great question, Gabe, and uh, I'm glad you asked. Um, Technology is only as good as its implementation, Sure, frankly. So you can have the latest and greatest, and if you don't use it right – it doesn't work. It doesn't yield results. So we were on the early, we were on the train of Facebook advertising early, uh, and now Instagram advertising. We promote our properties that we represent, but we also promote our service to the general consumer. We promote ourselves as a team and as a brokerage and digital channels, uh, like social and others, uh, to, to let people know what we're good at. To, to drive social proof. We produce this podcast because we like getting our voice out there. Yeah. You know, this, this for us is this podcast is about the same thing we do on everything else. We like to, we like to have our voice heard when we're representing a piece of property for a seller. we like to have our voice heard when we want to invite a new agent to be a part of what we do. We'd like to have our voice heard. So what, what is important, Gabe, the technology that allows you to amplify your voice. So whether that be Zillow, we've talked about them in episodes past. We know they're a lightning rod. Yep. Whether it be Facebook advertising, some people would view you as invading their feed by placing 
sponsored eh. ads or it eh. depends on the kind of person, I guess. It really does. It, you know, we, we had a conversation this morning about, uh, you know, another colleague of mine that had, you know, some issues with the consumer because they requested an email address to look at the pretty pictures of a house that they were marketing. And there was some kind of backlash on that. Yeah. You know, ultimately it, we're in a pay to play society. Okay. I got to pay to play on Zillow to get my listing seen. I've got to pay to play on Facebook to be visible to the people within my network. Like, Whatever can be done to amplify your voice, that's what you got to be doing. You want specifics, Facebook advertising. We're going to get into this probably with Dustin later, I I can imagine, because he has some pretty strong opinions on Mm -hmm. it. But Facebook advertising has become a requisite for successful real estate professionals. If you don't advertise on social, whether it be your service or the properties you represent, you are irrelevant. Let's dig in on that. What are are some other things you think that are not necessarily requisites, but like if you're not doing this already, you're really missing out. We Facebook ads is huge. What else do you think is really big as far as technology adoption goes? I think I think as much as it has been bandied about, video is important. Yeah, and not just video, Gabe. The live component of video oh, is yeah. extremely, extremely important. Now, the reason live is is important is because it allows you to show who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not produced like the evening news and edited and scrubbed and this pretty kind of soap opera picture of who you are as a person or as a professional, it's raw. It's you. You can't hide that zit on your forehead when you go (laughs) Facebook live. Like there is no scrubbing. There is no filter. There is nothing. It's you. It's your voice. It's your opinion. If you stumble over the words while you're speaking them, and I'm really going to have a problem later with where Dustin's from. I'm just going to warn you. Like, this place is really hard to pronounce. But <laughs> it's an amazing place. I just can't pronounce it. But okay. um, you, you can't edit that out. You just can't. You're live. Live component is huge because it shows who you are. So that makes me think one other thing before we get Dustin on the phone is not just about having the tech. It's about knowing how to implement it, right? I mean, Facebook Live is only as powerful as your ability to effectively communicate your message. I mean, if you're someone that's, if you go live and you have nothing cool to talk about, I mean, what can you expect to really affect, right? Uh, Nothing. You can make the opposite, the equal and opposite, right? You can give a poor impression of who you are. Yeah. Now you don't have to be the most charismatic to grab attention. You don't have to go live in front of your million dollar listing. People like, to watch a train wreck, right? <laughs> yeah. I think there was even a movie called Trainwreck not not too long ago. I don't remember. I just remember seeing the ads. Okay. For it. But um, I don't think it was about a train wreck though. Just I, and so I don't think anybody watched it. I don't think anybody movie? watched it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but an actual train wreck, sure. people like to watch, right? The rubbernecking down the expressway to the car that just rear-ended somebody else. Like it's the equal and opposite, Gabe. If you're not you or if who you are isn't desirable to people, it's going to expose you. That's what technology does too. Yeah. It props you up, but it can also expose you. So you don't need to overthink it to get the the full potential, but also you need to plan a little bit. There needs to be a strategy in place, right? Oh, absolutely. A strategy. There needs to, you need to be strategic in anything you do in business sure. and in life these days. I mean, that's how, that's how you get ahead. Yeah. But you don't have to be polished. You don't have to be perfect. You have to be you. Well, and the thing that I like about Facebook video, it's really easy for 
not only you to understand, but for the consumer to understand how it's getting to them, why they're seeing it. But there's a lot of technology that I know we use, you know, that is invisible to the consumer. Sure. Things we can do to optimize the way that we reach people uh, that we want to provide service to, but they don't see what's going on at all. I mean, do you have anything on that you want to touch on? No, that's absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up. Because Facebook Live, it's the platform, but the technology itself is invisible. The consumer has no idea how it works. Oh, and there's algorithms for where it appears in your feed? It just works, right? It just works. You know, you teach it with your behaviors unknowingly what to show you. Yeah. So the technology is invisible, and technology is always best when it's invisible. It's like the referee in a basketball game. Like The referee is did his best job when you never realize he's there. Technology is the same way. Our technologies that are invisible – they bolster our ability to consume to, to serve the consumer. Yeah. They, that's how I wanted to tee it up too. You they, mean, they give that's us what the opportunity. For. I mean, like, is anybody going to give you a hard time about keeping a database of contacts so that you remember when to call them? Nobody's going to hold you to the standard of remembering that you need to call John Smith tomorrow versus next Wednesday. Yeah. Like you use technology to help you like technology that buttons on to your process, which speaks to your implementation is done best. Like we have technologies that automate some communications. They, they automate communications that we would have to make anyway. Sure. The exact messages, the initial reach out most times, right? In a lot of cases, in a lot of cases, basically you inquire about one of our properties, you're going to get most, most likely an automated message that doesn't look so automated, frankly. No. Um, and it's just going to engage that topic so that Gabe doesn't have to be the one on the other end of the iPhone typing out that text message. It saves him 12 seconds. Yeah. It saves him from having to remember to spend that 12 seconds. And it puts us in a better position to have a high-level customer service conversation. Absolutely. And that's buttoning on to process. There still has to be a Gabe yeah. to make that call, right? There still has to be a J behind the scenes creating the process. But the technology allows it to be more efficient. Yeah, and and you don't want to be missing out on people that are raising their hand asking for service because you don't have some kind of uh, method to implement to make sure that you get in touch with them. You know, absolutely not. You can't be that. If you're that, you're irrelevant. Like I said, if you don't advertise on Facebook, you're going to become irrelevant because Facebook is becoming where people go for everything they need, and they have the resources to continue that trend. Absolutely. Well, I think Dustin is going to be a great voice in this arena to talk to us a little bit more about what we're talking about and especially the balance between tech and the personal approach. So when we come back, we're going to have Dustin Oldfather on the phone uh, to give his opinion. Stay with us. And we're back. Uh, Have the distinct pleasure of introducing to you a very, very good friend of mine, a colleague, a confidant, a member of my own, my very own mastermind group, uh, Dustin Oldfather from Rehoboth, Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Um, Dustin is, is about as accomplished as it gets in the way of team leaders and real estate professionals. He's been featured in the Real Trends 1000, New York Times, Wall Street Journal. The list goes on and on. He has the largest team in coastal Delaware, Maryland, serves Wilmington, Delaware, Brandywine, Pennsylvania, Anne Arundel, Merit, and Arund- Anne Arundel County, Maryland. Dustin, thanks for joining us, man. We really appreciate you being here. Oh, it's a great honor, Jack. It's always exciting to spend some time with you. And uh, I gotta tell you, I learned so much from you, and I've really enjoyed your podcast. So it's a great honor to be invited to be a part of it. 
so so appreciate the kind words, Dustin. Man, so so before the break, our listeners kind of heard a little bit of my take on where technology is heading and what the future of real estate is. But I know you are, you know, someone that lives out on that edge, man. Somebody that has clued me into some new things and developments in the real estate space. I guess my question to you is just kind of broad-based and just kind of speak to where you see real estate heading. What, how will technology change our industry over the next 10 years? Yeah, I think, I mean, that's a great question. Uh, We're already underway. And getting visibility 10 years out uh, is difficult. Um, We're all in the the throes of these these uh, exponential curves and artificial intelligence, and they're all stacking up on top of each other. In fact, this morning I was just uh, on a whim. I said, you know, what does Alexa think of, about realtors in this area? And I, uh, I asked Alexa to uh, to suggest a realtor, and uh, it was interesting that they suggested one that uh, was not me. Uh, so I didn't particularly care for that. Uh, but by the same token, uh, it was interesting that you know, they're, they're pulling from a database, which I believe was Yelp, for um, a connection on who you want to who you want to connect to, you know, wow. on which agent they want to connect with. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it's a, it's a yeah, I won't use any names, but it's an agent that is you know kind of sunsetting, is not particularly active on technology. So it was interesting that an artificial intelligence would you know would select an agent for my area that's my niche, and that would tell me that that I should be working with this person who you know probably doesn't even know. I mean, in a nice way. It was not really proficient with uh, with you know the technology that's moving you know, moving so quickly, and so I think we're headed to a place where people you know out of convenience are going to rely on uh, are going to rely on artificial intelligence like um, you know the the technology that are coming through all the voice automation for the initial part of that search. Um, there's a there's a an amazing book written by Jeff Colvin called Humans Are Underrated, which really talks about this phenomenon. And what I think is particularly interesting about that is that uh, what, what we find in, in society is that, that as humans, we have this need to connect with other humans. And while the technology and, and the artificial intelligences are going to make our world easier and better uh, and more convenient in so many ways, when it comes to, to decision-making and things that are important to us, we still are going to rely on other humans. Um, there's an interesting uh, case where they they where they evaluate um, the results of, uh, of of legal cases um, and have found that uh, that artificial intelligences are better predictors of uh, of uh, of guilt or innocence um, than than live juries. And while that's interesting um, in itself, uh, no one will will agree or submit to that level of, of scrutiny for something that's outside of the human experience. So people will not subject the, subject themselves to a, a jury, which would be artificial, but more accurate because it's not of our nature. So right. there's always going to be this component of, of human nature and, uh, and connection. And so there's a blend between, you know, what's making things more convenient and at what point do we really feel like we need to have a compatriot going through that process with us in real estate? Um, and there, and as you know, Jay, there are so many dimensions to the transaction. Sure. Uh, I think it's you know when you get the settlement, sometimes you, if you really look back at all the interactions and how complex it is, it's almost like a miracle. You know, between all the things that happen, the inspections and vendors, things that go wrong, all the all the the, the, uh, the machinations of finance, 
changes in finance, what's going on with all the integrations between so many different platforms. Um, it's a really a beautiful thing. At the end of the day, you know, they hand, if somebody gets the keys and someone walks away with a check, and, and uh, you know, I mean, most of the time, um, you know, or someone brings a check, uh, depending on, you know, which market you're in. But um, uh, but it's a, it's a fascinating thing that's happening, and we got um, a, a wonderful time to, to be able to, to help people with technology, but uh, you don't want it to hinder the process either. So it's, it's, a, it's a fine line. Well, I, there's several things I heard there, Dustin, that really resonated with, with me. We'll come back to the fact that Alexa rec- recommended a realtor that doesn't probably know what Alexa is. But uh, So I won't, I, won't, I, won't, I won't sink in on that right there. But what it sounds like to me is that, and, and I know you have and, and our listeners have heard us in the past talk about the proliferation of technology and where our industry is headed. And it sounds to me like you and I are in sync. Well, I don't have to say it sounds like because I know you are. But why don't you, why don't you elaborate a bit on the fact that I'm sure you hold the belief that machinery and technology and automations are not going to replace us as agents, um, but simply simply buffer, um, you know, and raise our level of service. Is that? It sounds to me like that's where you were going. Yeah. There's an opportunity to use automations to enhance what we do. And, you know, if you consider, you know, Facebook Live, we also have the ability to disintermediate some other agents from our from their own clients. I think it's about how you're connecting with people. The ability to, to connect with people um, through technology is important. But by the same token, um, you know, there are some people that are going to be left on the sidelines because there's you know, this accelerating um, wave of technology. So you, you need to be on, you know, you need to be on the inside track of what's happening in order to be able to still communicate with clients in the way that, that we want. As far as, you know, as far as, as, uh, you know, machines completely replacing agents, it's never going to happen. Um, our role as, as agents is going to change. We were, you know, I think you, if you can already see this underway, that we're truly becoming marketing and service organizations on the listing side, and then true concierges on the buyer side. And so all the technologies that that go that are surrounding the, and integrated in the transaction now between the way people search, the way they start their search, at some point, you still need that human connection to be able to pull it all together. And so we're always going to have a role in the transaction, although I do think it's going to change. Some of the artificial intelligence capabilities are going to, to eliminate parts of the process um, as, they be, as they become more evolved. As far as the search property process and, you know, what, what do I qualify in the, the mortgage process, I believe, will become uh, almost a voice automated process that will be integrated to, uh, you know, your, your financial accounts without much thinking as long as you're able to, to, to verify with the, whether it's a retina scan or a thumbprint. All of that is going to be very, you know, very straightforward. I think you're already seeing the, the lending world consolidate in a, in a big way. Although I, you're seeing the, uh, some different products that are coming to market, uh, you're, you saw a big consolidation of the banks after the uh, the last big correction. So hope I'm, I hope I'm answering your question. Well, let me let me ask you this a different way, Dustin, because I'm I'm tracking with you 100 percent on the idea that technology won't replace agents in like a one for one one kind of way. But what about I want to go back to your sunsetting agent that Alexa thought you should be working with. What do you say? To someone who says technology is not going to take an agent's job, but could definitely put them out of a job. What what's the risk of not being tech savvy as an agent or as a broker in the market that we're in right now? And 
I mean, do you have to be on the cutting edge of it like you are, or do you just have to have some kind of baseline knowledge? I mean, what do you think? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, it's interesting because I was talking to my uh, my mom, and my mom's in her 60s, and uh, she's like, she was just, you know, I finally got her an iPhone, and she was you know, starting to play with it and enjoy it. She's like, I don't know how any of this stuff works. And I said, well, you know what the great thing is? Is that the technology is going to be so good, whatever you need is going to come to you. Uh, and there's an element of that that's true in real estate. Um, if you think about uh, paperless uh, contracts, you've got Dot Loop and you've got DocuSign. Uh, there are a couple other uh, uh, Happy Sign. There's a, there's a couple other versions of this, but they're becoming uh, mainstream. And so the things that you most need are, are going to, to be served up to you because they'll be convenient and they'll be at scale. Uh, but you can't. I mean, you can't sit on the sidelines and not participate. Right. Uh, if somebody doesn't know how to use Dot Loop at this point. And, you know, and I want to be careful here, but, you know, there are some agents, you know, in our market that are, you know, that are an older demographic. And, you you know, we got a fax contract last week. I didn't even know we had a fax machine. You, know, <laughs> you probably have you, agents so, in your office that weren't alive when fax machines were, at, were in major use. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those things like we all talk about telephones, you know, the next generation will be like, fax machine, what is this? We'll be, we'll be posting it on Facebook and of course, the what is Facebook? Facebook post in the future, it'll be all video, um, you know, that, which is a different conversation. But, uh, but yeah, you, you have to be engaged. I mean, we're the the world is moving very fast as far as the growth of of, of knowledge and, and the growth of technology and the growth of intelligence. And it's not just human intelligence. The challenge is that the artificial intelligence is growing so much faster than our human intelligence. We're growing linearly and. Um, artificial intelligence is growing at an exponential rate. The good news, though, is that if you are or you're a consistent learner and you like to learn, then this is the world for you because there's always going to be new evolutions. The hardest, I mean, the most the fundamental, uh, the most fundamental technologies are going to come to us. I mean, Facebook. I think probably, you know, Jay, you remember your Facebook account and who? <laughs> who was the guy who was your first friend, Mark? And you're like, hey, who's that guy? <laughs> exactly. uh, you know, you're like, what? Like, like, what am I doing here? What is Facebook? And now, Facebook for every every five digital minutes, people are spending one minute, you know, on Facebook. So twenty percent of the time, people are spending online. So now, on this platform, that most of you know, I mean, I remember that the first thing that I got engaged in was MySpace. I mean, MySpace isn't even yeah. a thing anymore. Uh, you know, what was Instagram? And then Instagram, you know, it, it gets sold for a billion dollars, and then. Everybody uses it. So the things that we most need are available to us as long as people are willing to, to be open to learning. And uh, and learning is going to be, you know, a signature strength of, of a talented agent going forward uh, because there can continue to be new new frontiers, new strategies, new ways to serve people that are going to be in line with, as we've talked about, how do you complement the transaction with technology at the same time give someone a, a, the personal concierge service that they want to feel has that human touch? And that's something that a, that a machine is never going to be able to do. No, I, I a thousand percent agree with that, Dustin. And, you know, the leveraging of technology, you know, it's here. The, the, the adequate teams, the adequate brokerages, the adequate agents make use of trans, uh, you know, technology during the transaction to provide a baseline level of service and exceed client expectations. I, I'm glad you brought up Facebook there though, because I want to pivot and maybe get a little more granular because I know that mm-hmm. you're on the cutting edge of this. And I, I think our listeners would be really interested to hear your opinion. So, so many would say, and you and I are involved in some circles where we hear kind of 
some of the what's next conversations happening. And I know, you know, recently it's been in the news that Facebook has expressed an interest in the real estate industry in terms of generating ad revenue. Um, I know, you know, though much maligned in the beginning, Messenger is big part of Facebook's future plans. How do you see the evolution of Messenger and the ad platform on Facebook changing the way not not the way agents provide service, but the way agents acquire new clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, it's already underway. Uh, I think what you're seeing right now is you're seeing a, a mutual admiration between Facebook and Zillow. Uh, interestingly, um, Spencer's largest um, uh, investment in his portfolio is in Facebook on the long uh, for for the long term. So. Knowing that the, the CEO of Zillow has, has a big investment in Facebook should tell you a little bit about what he thinks. Um, in between there, though, I mean, and as a part of Zillow's strategy, Zillow is, is using Facebook advertising to complement you know, their, their client experience, um, as well as trying to, to move forward uh, the agent uh, agenda that, you know, are their consumers of, uh, or their supporters of, of Zillow's product, basically the ad spend. And so moving forward, you're going to see, uh, you're going to see more elevated ad units. Uh, I, I think what what you see, and you know, uh, as we move forward with Facebook, is Facebook kind of wants to have it all. They they don't you know they they like to crowd people out. I think if you you, know, you kind of look at, at at Snapchat and then the filters that were added and 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 the stories that were added to Facebook, Facebook continues to get involved. In, in every dimension that they feel like they can capture, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. They're they're trying to serve, and it's an interesting. I mean, it's a nice, convenient um, entry point for all of us, and so you can get to almost everything you need. I mean, in my opinion, Facebook is the new internet. I mean, uh, I got a, the good fortune of, of seeing Bill Gurley, who is a uh, a, um, a venture capitalist who uh, who had invested in uh, Zillow, uh, Snapchat, uh, Uber. Uh, some very big uh, um, startups that he was on the ground floor of. He said it was kind of heartbroken that he had passed on Google uh, when there were when there were twelve people that came to him and asked for some startup money. He said he missed on one. He said every VC always misses out on a uh, uh, as a well that they've missed out on. But one of the things that he shared as, as a part of his philosophy in evaluating technology that he invests in going forward is that the phone is no longer a search device. The phone is now a remote control for your life, hmm. and that's true of, of Facebook as well. Your Facebook is becoming a remote control for the things that you want to connect to the people that you want. It's your it's your entryway to, to see what's going on with you know with your friends who may be in a different area. I mean that's part of how you and I are, are connected and, and such good friends. You know the networks that we're in, they're enhanced by this this community. So I, that. Uh, that really changed my perception of, of how we interact with technology. It's no longer, hey, what is, you know, you know, trying to, to, to find out what, what something is. It's, hey, I want something to happen. And now between Facebook and Zillow, um, that connection, and I'm kind of going about it in a long way, it takes us back to Messenger. And so the new ad units that are coming through Facebook, the dynamic ad, which is where you can take your listings, you can put your listings up in a, uh, uh, basically in a, um, in a batch inventory can then uh, be placed in, in somebody's Facebook feed. Somebody clicks on a, a specific listing that has a profile of say three bedrooms, two baths, um, price range from, you know, from four to 500. Uh, then the system will 
Facebook's algorithm will then retarget them and allow you to continue to retarget them with similar listings that match that. Then they get linked up, they click through, they connect. So the next evolution is, is through Messenger. And I, I had a, an interesting experience with someone who's really pushing the, the, uh, the limits on, uh, on, um, on uh, Messenger technology. And I registered for a webinar. And within just a second, I got a message through, through Messenger, which, you know, like text messages have over 90% open rate. And so what was interesting about that is that then it took me through a series of questions that were relevant to me. Hey, are you doing this because you're interested in, in more buyer clients or more seller clients? In my case, we, we have a, an abundance of buyer opportunities, so with seller clients. And then it took me through a cascade of things that were relevant and then added a, added a call to, to action at the end. All of this was a, an automated dialogue that came through to me. It was relevant. It was convenient. And it got me to where I wanted. And I believe that's where we're headed with real estate technology and the communication that happened. At some point, that'll get picked up by a person. You'll get a, you'll get a notification. Um, so I think, you know, one of the biggest opportunities right now is in using Facebook Messenger. And uh, I think as, a, as an industry, we're, we're a little timid about using it because it feels very personal. And I think that's, that's a good thing. You know, I think that, that that means that there's, that should tell you the fact that, that as an industry, we're timid about, about it tells you that you're dealing with something that's intimate. You're, you're not just sending a text message. For some reason, we feel this, this higher priority or, or maybe more personal or private experience through Messenger, which should tell you that it's pretty important. I, I absolutely agree with you. And, you know, that's, that was a lot, a lot of great information there, Dustin. But, I, you know, I think what stands out for me is a couple of things that you mentioned. Facebook is the new Internet. Facebook is where people go to interact with who they want with the products they want, with the services they need. And beyond that, the impact that a text message has and the open rates and the, the ability to grab eyeballs is what Facebook is after as they develop Messenger. And, and the bots that are being kind of introduced into this process to, to amplify your experience is really taking customer service to the next level for people that are willing to to do business that way. And, and as we see, I think the stat I heard most recently is by 2030, 75% of the workforce will be of the millennial generation. And I think, I think they grew up. I mean, these people are too young to know what MySpace is. They've grown up with Facebook as right. the, as the bottom rung of the ladder in terms of what information right. they're, they're comfortable giving online that they, they ratcheted up from there. So, there's a lot there. I, I tell you, Dustin, one one thing for our maybe less sophisticated marketing, um, our listeners, our, our listeners that are a bit less sophisticated in the ways of social marketing, would you say that it is almost a requisite to engage in social media marketing and and kind of going down the rabbit hole, so to speak, as we move forward into the future? Oh, there, there's no question. If you're not engaged in social uh, in social media, and really what social media is now is Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I mean, social media means some other channels, but most of the people that you're you're creating any business and a relationship with is just through those two channels. You, you know, what's interesting, and I just read a, a recent statistic because we've been very cautious. Uh, I think cautious, judicious about. Um, well, one, you do need to be care, I and mean, you need to be sensitive and cognizant of. The image that you're sh- and the and what you're sharing with people that you're connected to, um, but if you don't share, you're going to be disintermediated. 
um, between Facebook Live and then Facebook business pages and then people paying to play in, in Facebook advertising, uh, what's happening is, is, is agents who are not engaged are being completely disintermediated from their clients because they're not getting the message from their the clients with the frequency that they're getting the message from someone like you who's active on social media. So you're sharing your Facebook Live and you're, you're walking through an investment property. And, um, and what's, what's great about Facebook, for those of us who do it, is uh, Facebook Live, one, is free. And then two, um, it's, it's, preferred, it's preferred by Facebook. And so it gets much more, it gets much more penetration and gets distributed amongst the network that we know. So we have, you know, a custom audience. That's our whole database. Well, there's a couple, there's quite a few agents who've been engaged in, you know, search, uh, you know, search engine marketing for, for, for clients. And so multiple people have access to those same clients, but who's communicating with them in the way that they want, which is through social. And then you consume content that's relevant to you. So the more frequency that, Somebody has a good experience. I think you have to be, you know, be careful and certainly mindful and deliberate about the content that you're producing. Um, you know, it's not just pounding people with listings; it's sharing information that's relevant and interesting, along with you know personality. That's part of what I love about what you do, Jay. Is you have a wonderful storytelling uh, ability, uh, and you're just a charismatic guy. You're interesting to see on camera. You have thoughts. You have very strong opinions about things. I, I think that that, for me, is something that I'm attracted to. When somebody gives you a, a broad generalization of, of what's going on, I don't think people are interested in that. I want to know what's happening. Sure. So I, I, you know, I have a lot of respect for what you're doing. What, what is your strategy? How are how are you managing that? Well, I, I'm glad that you asked, man. I mean, ultimately, what we're doing right here, right now, you know, this podcast is about with the subtitled "Real Talk About Real Estate." Is what we're trying to do is penetrate, you know, the story that everyone's hearing you know, give a real and raw opinion. It's why we bring on guests like yourself so that our listeners can get the straight talk. Like we're not trying to say you should advertise on Facebook because it's what everybody else is doing, you know, to, to kind of answer your question. I will tell you that I intend to go further and further down the rabbit hole because that's what it's going to be required of me to continually make an impact as technology develops, as automations develop, as, you know, the ways that the consumer is open to engaging with us as professionals, as that develops through social channels, we got to keep going deeper. And my question to you about, is it a necessity? I think you're spot on with your answer. It doesn't matter whether you're going to send listings or do Facebook lives or just engage with your clients. You have to be present. You have to be present for the conversation because if it's like, it's like be missing a party where everybody had a conversation about you behind your back. If you're not there, you're not there. And so this, this type of marketing is going to be a requisite. We are going to continue to take market share. Folks like us, you and I, we're going to continue to take market share from those who don't want to participate. And that's, that's really unfortunate because there's a lot of credible professionals out there that just are so stuck in their ways that they won't engage. And that's, that's just really unfortunate. And this is, that's part of the, why we do this, this podcast is we, we like to get the word out. Yeah. To piggyback on that, you know, it, it helps if you have, let's say you are, you know, a seasoned agent and, and you feel, you know, some discomfort with technology. If you can get connected to somebody like you, who's got a strategy and has that infrastructure and has a plan, somebody, you know, that, that maybe doesn't have that comfort level, 
and, and we experience it with our agents. You know, we have a mix of demographics and some talented salespeople, but might have, a, you know, maybe a little bit seasoned in their careers and, and technology isn't a natural thing. Well, you can create a framework and, and the resources available to say, hey, look, this is, here, here's how you do it. Follow this. There's a coaching element that, that um, if people are receptive to, it doesn't matter, you know, what age you are. We're all going to live longer. We're all going to live better. Um, they're going to be, there's opportunity for every single person who wants to go find it. And I think that's also the beauty of it is, is this, uh, it doesn't discriminate. You know, if you have the right messaging and you, I think the word you used that was so powerful was present. I like the word authentic also. Um, it, you know, present and authentic. And that's what pe- that's what we all identify with. And we, we can, we don't mind people, you know, we don't mind, um, people in our life that are flawed as long as they're authentic. And, uh, you know, I think sometimes we try to homogenize, you know, we try to sterilize the image in real estate of everything being perfect. And it's, a, you know, it's, there's, it's a messy business. I mean, it looks very linear on, you know, a million dollar listing, but I, rest assured, that's not how, how each transaction goes. So I guess that's the question I want to leave you with then, Dustin, is because I mean, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of listeners who are afraid that you have automation and stuff like that in one hand and then authenticity in the other hand. So I guess what you're saying is there is a way. There is a way to introduce automation to your business, to to be on Facebook and to do more of these cutting-edge technology things without sacrificing your authenticity and that human element that we were talking about. Because I think some people, it's not that they don't want to adopt it because they're resistant to change, uh, but because they're afraid of turning off their clients who are used to getting the personal touch. So there is a way to do both. Is that what you're saying? I think you've summarized it in a very powerful way. Um, if I was going to maybe add to that, it's that, you know, if, if somebody is feeling a little uncomfortable or intimidated, you know, being a part of a team that has marketing, that has a marketing backbone, that, that has, uh, you know, transaction support, that has mentorship and coaching, that has, um, you know, in, insider knowledge of what's happening um, on the, the social media platforms, those collaborations of good people that are in a common mission of service are the ones that are going to win. And if you're an individual agent and this, all this feels overwhelming, then just get connected to some good people who are, who are already swimming in this, in this, uh, this stream, uh, that is just going to carry us all away. I think it's an amazing time for everyone. And I think you just, you have to be willing to, to surrender to the flow and say, Hey, going to be it's never going to be perfect but i'm just going to go out and do my best and be a part of and contribute in the way that i contribute hopefully i find some people that you know like jay that can support me in in developing my career i know jay's had had tremendous success in developing careers and helping people make great living to have wonderful lives i think at the end of the day that's really what it's all about that's awesome i mean i think you're exactly right and i think that's a great place for us to leave it today too Dustin, thanks again so much for joining us here on the show. I mean, your insight is very, very valuable, and I'm glad people are going to get exposed to it this way. So thanks again for joining us. It's a great honor. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dustin. And everybody can go check out theoldfathergroup.com. If you want to learn more about Dustin, you can find him on social, uh, Facebook, Instagram, theoldfathergroup.com. And if you're anywhere near Rehoboth Beach, you should stop by and say hi. You said it right that time. I did say it right. (laughs) Dustin, thanks again, man. It was awesome. You guys are the best. Have a great day, fellas. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Well, that's all the time we have for today, folks. Thank you again for joining us here at Resource. want to give a big thanks again to Dustin Oldfather of Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, theoldfathergroup.com. You can check him out. 
Nailed it. Thanks again for uh, for tuning in, guys. Absolutely. And remember, if you haven't already, make sure to leave us a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. Uh, it helps new listeners find us, and we really appreciate the feedback. Speaking of feedback, you can find us at www.resourcepodcast.net to leave your thoughts or any ideas for future episodes. We're going to be back. Thanks for being with us. This is Resource Real Talk about real estate. See you next time.